Hello and welcome to Before the Hype. Uh, this is episode three, my darlings. So thanks for sticking with us already. Three episodes deep. And I hope you're ready. He said deep. Listen, I've seen for that, that was one, deeper than deep. That was like, wow. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's my first time starting off the episode. I just thought, you know, <laughs> bring the Ricardo spirit. I, I just chat shit. <laughs> As always, we are bringing you what's popping in the fashion scene. This is before the noise. Before the trends. And before the hype. Yes, um, it's me, Ricardo, as now you probably already know. <laughs> and uh, it's me, Dami. And your favorite, it is me, Queen. That was Woo. that person. I'll be in a rave with a jacket on. No. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I swear down. I was that guy. They own so many brands. Louis Vuitton, Celine, Marc Jacobs. So they're like the finals essentially of fashion. Even you know bigger. No, because it's about to come out Nigerian if I don't take oh. it. Don't be doing it, Jesse Nelson. No, guys, please, let's move on. This week, we're carrying on the high fashion vibe from last week's episode, which was about Pharrell Williams mm. being appointed as the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Yes. So, today, we're going to be talking about the exclusive LVMH award for the most exciting and upcoming designers um, and giving our predictions on which finalists we think will be taking home the crown this year. Yeah, it's a very heavy topic. But first, I want to keep things lighthearted, okay? I want to pose to you guys a big question. Yeah. Okay, because this is actually something I genuinely struggle with. But we know we are in the U of the K, okay? (laughs) This weather be left, right and centre. It's sunny one minute, hailstones the next, snow, now it's always on the cards. So I want to know, okay, what is your favourite season to dress for? Is it winter? Is it summer? And why? Because for me, okay, it was winter. Um, it was when I bumped into you in that secret sample sale. Yeah. And I come out and said, oh, I've bought some shorts. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, peak yeah. winter. I don't know what, <laughs> what you saw there. Also don't know what I thought. But yeah. peak winter moment. I wear those shorts all the time. Okay. And I was like, oh, my God, I've wore shorts throughout winter and styled them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, eh, talk to me about yeah. it. So for me, I'm now going to say, actually, my best season to dress for, my best, you know, weather vibe. Mm. Winter. Yeah. I'm a winter baby. 100%. Okay, 100%. Uh, I know. I would say I was similar in the sense where I was a winter person because I used to wear a lot of jackets mm. all the time for no reason. And I'd even wear them in the summer as well. Oh my God. Yeah, I swear down, I was Woo. that person. I'll be in a rave with a jacket on. No. Yeah. <laughs> I swear down. I was that guy. Oh. Wow. So, yeah. How did you regulate your airflow? Listen, you didn't. You just went listen, to a different place. You I couldn't tell you. I just went feeling it. What is just certain things you just got to do for the fashion? I hear yeah. it. Trust me. Same way in winter, you was wearing the shoes. No, but it's true. They feeling say, the cold I, I, times, I, I, right? Fashion yeah. is pain. They say a hoe never gets cold. Uh, so. See, I had a hoe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm saying. I mean, for the ladies, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> uh, but then, obviously, I feel like I can be more expressive in my outfits mm. in the summer. Okay. I can do a lot more. I can wear shorts. I can wear long trousers if I want to. I can do this. I can do that. There's so many different styles I can incorporate that I can't in winter. I feel like I'm limited to just literally like something that's going to cover me up and keep me the warmest and make it mm. as stylish as possible. But summer, I can do whatever I want to do. Mm. Yeah. But you can't so, layer. Yeah. You can't layer that's in my summer. Problem. I think for me. That's if you limit yourself 
you can be hot and lay on it. No, 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 I'm not going to a rave in a car. Obviously, I'm listen, not, listen no, I've done I, a madness. I feel, you know? like, I feel like winter, I think I'm in between. I used to be winter and then I used to, well, no, I, will nev- I was never summer. I would say like I like summer, but I found summer hard to dress for sometimes. But winter's my favourite because I get to layer. Two, I'm not like, it depends on, I feel like, Dami, you're always cold. So yeah. of course in winter, you're going to not wear, like I, I will fully go outside in a crop top in winter. I, I will literally fully weird. wear like a weird. mini skirt in winter oh, with boots. I don't hear those vibes. No, no, My with God. boots. But that's just because maybe one, the luxury of driving. <laughs> so it's like I'm in the car and I'm out and I will Dre. do it for the fashion, especially if I'm yeah. going somewhere. Mm. But I would say the best, best, best is, um, what's in between? Autumn. Spring. Autumn. Oh. Autumn. Not spring. <laughs> yeah. Where there's a little bit of sunshine and I get to take some nice snaps and, oh. and I can take my coat off, yeah, but yeah. I have a coat and I can still layer and have the layers. Autumn is the best, mm. best, best. And I can still wear my foams. I feel like in winter, I can't wear my foam runners because in case rain happens, what? I ain't trying to step Just... in puddles. What would you do if you that. did? I mean, I've done you? it before. Yeah, I've worn my phones and then it decided to rain. I was like, Did you just get back in the car and just this was dip. a this was a no car moment? So <gasps> I said, oh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't as bad. It wasn't like heavy rain, but I definitely felt it in my socks and that was not cool. Oh, yeah, no, it you felt it in your socks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, Kanye, this is a flaw. <laughs> that is a flaw. Well, you made it for the summer. I know, though. You I made know, that for the know, winter. Know, so That's why summer's the. Summer, okay, cool. Right, so cool. Okay. <laughs> summer is mad. Summer is mad. It's too hot. I feel like I wanna. I feel like I, I wanna layer in summer, and then I'm sweating. I can't be doing the whole puffer jacket in a party. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's too hot for that. Like, but I think maybe it's where, obviously, as you said, I get cold really easy, mm. isn't it? So I wouldn't feel as hot as, let's say, you I might would, feel yeah. in that jacket, or mm. you might feel yeah, in that yeah. jacket. Do you get yeah, so? Nah, at the same time, it's down to the individual. But for me. It's a summer thing, man. <laughs> and there's barbecues. A lot of people are being more expressive in the way they dress. Like, yeah, of course. How can no, you I not enjoy the summertime? Like? No, I do enjoy seeing fashion in summer. That's the difference. So I will still dress for the summer, but I think mm. I enjoy seeing people more. Because I know myself in terms of like how free I want to be. The sun. Like I said, it depends on the summer. Mm. <laughs> Every summer is a bit different, oh. but it depends on the summer. Like last summer, I think I was... And the thing is for me, I feel like I have different moods. So some summers I can come like as a real girly... I'm feeling like the, oh yeah, I'm gonna wear the jumpsuits and the skirts the and I'm gonna let, nah, honestly. And then there's summers where I'm like, nah, I'm not even feet. I want my tracksuits. I want yeah. like, literally, so it depends on the summer. And I think I suffer more when I'm in the mood of tracksuits and stuff. Like, not tracksuits, mm. but that kind of boyish fashion where I wanna cover up trousers, this, that. Whereas when I'm in the girly spirit, I can actually feel the breeze a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can feel the breeze. So that's where my contradiction comes with summer because I have to be in a mood. Mm. I just oh, love oh. I just love layering. But, yeah, true. you know, I want to know what everyone else thinks. Guys, make sure to let us know on socials at Before The Hype Show on who you thought was the best, um, who, who was the best dressed? Well, no, it's just... What, who had the best season? <laughs> and, and what season would you be? Yes, what season mm. would you guys pick and why? Um, we would love to know. Maybe you might change our minds. Speaking of summer, we're going to segue into hot topics. So, the hot topic that we got today, that we obviously spoke about earlier in the show, is the LVMH prize. Mm. And we're gonna have, be having the biggest convos about what's happening right now in fashion. And today, it's about the awards and who we might feel 
should take the prize and take it all home. Yeah. So. It's hot. It's a very hot topic. Thank you. I mean, LVMH group, big, big time. Because mm. LVMH Awards is run by the LVMH group, mm-hmm. which is a massive conglomerate. I mean, they own so many brands. Louis Vuitton, Celine, Marc Jacobs. Um, they're acquiring more as they go because they're just capitalizing mm. off owning the top high fashion brands. They're acquired. And so it's, mm. I, didn't, I don't want to throw you off there, but didn't they recently acquire Supreme and uh, Stone Island as well? Wow. I believe so. Yes, yeah. yeah, so they're, they're getting everybody, I think. And I point. get it because like, if you want to take the market, you've got to own most of it. Mm-hmm. So they're like the Thanos essentially of fashion. Even bigger. Oh, right. I, I, I imagine <laughs> they, they, will they buy flannels? I wouldn't put it past them. Me That's neither. what I say. They're a big group. But I mean, the thing is, is with a big group comes a lot of money, obviously, but you know, that comes with a lot of notoriety. Mm. Okay, yeah. so this awards thing, this LVMH awards is huge. It's been going for years. It's championed so many big designers like Jacques Mousse. Mm-hmm. He was a winner. Like, and what happens is they He's give a bunch of money. Yeah. Like 300,000 euros yeah. to a Jeez. young designer. Jeez. So we're not talking established. I've had 25 collections. And I've even heard they even give the winner a one-to-one and like unlimited mentorship. Yeah. 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 No, no, that's for the second, that's for second place. And that's pretty oh. much pri- First like place is unlimited. That's priceless. Yeah. Second place is one year. And imagine the like, connections. Like they've got all the manufacturing. They've got all the top designers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can acquire Anything. massive creative <laughs> directors. Like the last episode we talked about Pharrell being crept director of Louis Vuitton. Who acquired him? LVMH Group. Yeah. What's this awards? LVMH Awards. Could have came up with a better name, I think. Of course. LVMH. I'm just going to say, you know, because some of these past winners and finalists have become the names everyone is talking about and their pieces are everywhere and we can't stop seeing them. In June, the winner will be selected. So we want to give you guys our thoughts on some of the current finalists at the Mm. moment and who we think was going to be taking home the prize. Who do you guys, who have you guys been feeling out of the finalists you've been seeing? My eyes have been on a few names and I'm like, yeah, I want to know what you guys think. I'd say a name that stands out to me um, is someone called Aaron Esch. Mm. Uh, Firstly, because obviously it's like us, it's from the UK, Mm. you're Londoner as well, you know what I mean? (laughs) And uh, obviously he's been inspired by women's wear and... uh, Hot couture as well, techniques, um, through like a slightly disheveled lens. Okay. Obviously, that's for the people that know, that know, do you get? Exactly. And I feel like his pieces are very, they're a different take on what masculinity should be. And that's something that we don't really see like in designers and put, and they don't really put that type of work out there. And that's something that's really, that's, that stands out a lot. And that's something that obviously instantly drew me towards his work, mm. and which is why he's a main contender for me because I've got two people yeah. that I've got there as well. And the second person is Julie Pelipas. I don't know if I'm butchering <laughs> the name or not. I don't know. Guys, I wish you guys see the hand. You want to follow through But she's got a brand called Better. Well, not even a brand. I'll say it's going to become a fashion house in the future. And uh, it's called Better. And uh, she's someone that was the former fashion director of Vogue in Ukraine. And obviously, we know what's happened in Ukraine recently. Mm. Um, so I'm going to... Uh, 
so, oh my god, what? I keep having these moments. Oh. I don't know why. What? <laughs> Tell us what's the <laughs> moment? The blank moment. Yeah, like <laughs> the blank moments. The black moments. No, but. So, obviously, she's been working in fashion for 15 years as the creative director of uh, Vogue. Uh, so, she knows, like, what she's doing. And she's now stepped into the game herself as someone that's been the creative director of her own brand now. Mm. And um, she's, I'll say, provided sustainability because the brand... Because the, her clothing, basically, is from upcycled materials. Mm. Um and that's obviously something that is big right now because climate change yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody's trying to save the planet. Everyone's yeah. trying to save the planet. Well, she's also the ambassador for this No Plastic Foundation. Okay. Ooh, okay. So, so it ties in with the brand. Yeah, yes. I mean, my top two were your top two. No way. Yeah, really? Aaron Ash better, it's those him. top two. Like, I love I guess the I got a different tattoo. You know what I'm saying? I love the subversion of masculinity and, yeah, like, you know, tailoring so structured. And when somebody really, like, Changes it, takes it apart, but creates a new structure mm -hmm. silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Adore it. I love it from him. And um, better, I love uh, the used fabrics. I yes. love the offcuts yeah. of that. And I think, like, when I was looking at all the finalists, because I think there's nine, there's nine yeah. finalists yeah, now, yeah, but yeah, they yeah, go yeah. through rounds and rounds of loads of people. And uh, you can, if you follow them on the Instagram, um, you see like Anna Winter go, everybody goes there. Anna Winter's there. They all look around all these designers, like a big group of them. Mm. And they just talk about all their work, which is an amazing opportunity. Yeah. Um, but when I was looking at all the designers, I thought, okay, so this year, they're really focusing on picking people who really champion silhouette, yeah, of course. structure, yeah. and sustainability. The three S's. Mm. Because mm -hmm. I think, like, for the future like of fashion, that, it's got to be sustainability. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, you know, choosing somebody who is an ambassador for No Plastic Foundation. Like, yeah. there's another designer who didn't get to the finals, but, like, he um, is from India and uses um, like these wooden blocks to make the wow. mark making yeah. on the trousers and okay, stuff. Yeah. Okay, so he does, um, yeah, yeah, in, like the stamping. Yeah, the and it's, yeah. it's his own heritage way of doing it. And nice. it's like through his culture and it's done the same way that's been done for hundreds of years. Yeah. And we'll talk about him and later. Even you, on, even you saying the three S's kind mm. of brings me to one that you guys haven't mentioned, but is one of my favorites of the finalists. And that is Raul Lopez with his yes. Luar collection. Mm. Listen, this collection. So if you guys remember from our last episode, my dinner table. <laughs> let me bring your, it up. Let your boudoir. Yeah. boudoir. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> if you guys mix. remember, I honestly believe, yeah, if I could, if I could get someone to design the clothes for that theme would be this collection. Yes. And honestly speaking, he's come from New York, so I already feel like, you know, he'd be covered with the vibes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and his collection is like, literally has been stated to reflect a Brooklyn boy's big dreams. And when I'm kind of thinking of B.I.G. and bringing back Pop Smoke, I've got mm -hmm. Frank Harrison there. This is that kind of vibe. The, the essence of the clothing is almost like a modern... Um, what would I call the nineties fashion wear back then? I wouldn't. I don't even know the phrase to call it, but it's like a modern take on it. I'm loving the. It's got like shoulder pads. Like you guys really need to look at this collection. Mm -hmm. It's got shoulder pads, but the jacket touches the floor. You know, it's still giving that aesthetic of rich luxe. You know, and when it's even calling it a Brooklyn boy's big dreams, this is like clothing you'd see. The I want to say the high life of the nineties. The people who were kind of in that limelight, celebrity. These are the things they'd be wearing in the modern take so mm. i really do love the whole idea of bringing in and like you said it's a silhouette structure the silhouettes on these uh, like these clothing is mm. crazy my favorite probably piece of it is the big 
buckle L belt. belt. Ooh, yeah. That yeah. belt. Ooh. When we're talking about memorable belts, yes. Pharrell, See what this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> dropping no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. What's for it real, looking like? It's the such belt. a the belt is basically a black leather belt and mm. it has this most and because I'm I'm someone who's into hand script and writing and calligraphy, so the font of the L is like the most bougiest extra L you've ever seen and it's just such a statement it doesn't even need more than that yeah. and they've kind of encompassed the belt in some of the jackets to make that like a statement piece of some of the like to tie in like when you think about something with big shoulder pads but it kind of narrows down imagine a belt in the middle just cinching in the waist that creates a whole different silhouette and like yes, structure to the clothing and i think that really takes me back to that kind of 90s new york era so yeah i can't lie Luaf, one of the top ones for me i'm yeah. really hoping to see like yeah. Because I need to buy these pieces for my dinner. So, guys, <laughs> this is one of my faves. And I want to say one more that I want to pay homage to, actually. Honorable yeah, shout out. Is, um, I don't know how to say this. I want to call it Diotima. Give us the accent. Give yes. us the pronunciation. Yeah, well, guys, give us all them. No, stop. Where, where are they from? Jamaica. Oh. <laughs> give us that. Give us the Jamaican. Come on. Oh, Come on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Pressure. Pressure. No, I, I don't you know. You've got it. You've got it. This is the moment. I tried. Guys, why did the Jamaica? I'm actually really good at Jamaican accents. Well, go on then. No, 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 no. This is your, this is your, this is your skill. No, because it's about to come out Nigerian if I don't take it. Save me to the Jesse Nelson. It's about to come out No, guys, please, let's move on. So, Rachel Scott. Rewind. No, 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 guys, please. Who's the designer? Who's that? Rachel Scott. What's the brand? Do you know what? You're horrible for that. I'm not going to sit here and butcher such a, a future in fashion, you know, when I find out how to properly say it, but it's spelled D-I-O-T-I-M-A. No guys, way, check it out. No yeah. <laughs> Spell that one. D-O-T-M-A. No, guys, written down. D-O-T-M-A. D-O-T-M-A, yeah. All right, cool. Mm. I want to say, yeah, coming from the Jamaican roots and stuff, I can really see it embedded in her clothing. I'm loving the whole fishnet kind of vibe. You know, when you think yeah. of summertime carnival, the whole thing, yeah. she's actually turned that it's idea of her roots and material that they probably would have used for things like like we said the string vest and she's making full blown pieces out of it and i find it very like how do i explain it um true to home mm. when i see the pieces like even some of the pieces are crocheted like as someone who like makes clothes those are really detailed things that unless you know how to crochet you can't really replicate yeah. and the way she's replicated it is of like like her pieces of what i want to see in high fashion in summer you know, mm. those are kind of like the kind of pieces I want to see. And I love that it's representative of her culture because she's brought back that whole, rather than seeing a string vest or something, something you see, something, <laughs> the, 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 the ghetto. <laughs> rather than seeing a string um, vest or something like casual, she's yeah. made it almost something wearable. Yeah. You know, you would want to take that piece and actually wear it out and show people. So I, I respect her I collection. Her clothing, yeah, it reminds me of that. Obviously, obviously, we all come from London. We yeah. hail from there. And I don't know if anyone has been to Dawson Market back yeah. in the day. And then you'd see the string vests <laughs> above hanging, you know I mean? hanging in the, in the window. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and yeah. obviously, it just, her yeah. clothing just reminds you of that kind of time. That's what, yeah. That's home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and for her to literally put her spin on it yeah. and make it high fashion, it's mm. like, you have to really give her accolades there, yeah. you know? So for me, she'd be an honourable shout out in yeah. my selection of people, wouldn't it? Definitely. So I mean, yeah. it's very exciting. This is like because, you know, you were saying I hope this goes to the high fashion. I hope this hits the fashion, even yeah. the high streets, like because yeah. it always trickles down. But I mean, 
This is like a world stage. There is no prize bigger than this. I know. Yeah. So like to get to the finalist, there's nine. I know. Mm. Like thousands and thousands and thousands of people apply. I know. Exactly. And then like 300, I think it is, get selected. And then it gets whittled down and whittled down. But like these nine, like we're gonna now see them for a while. Like, um, you know, Grace Wells Bonner, mm. like was championing that whole like bag and like absolute icon. And actually, you touched on something which I think is super interesting. Um, because you were saying you would have, was it Loire as your designer for yeah. the, yeah. for the, for the yeah. boudoir meal? Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> yeah no, one of, she's got a fur coat, guys. That's what I said. Go look at the collection, the black yeah. one touching the floor, nothing mm. underneath. I'm thinking um, I'd have Aaron Ash as my, as my designer for my Ooh. Italian, you know, kind of tiramisu with four spoons, mm. one bowl kind of situation. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's coming in a suit. But yeah. like an Aaron Ash suit. Yeah. So like, it's a vibe. Since what? we're all picking designers now. This yeah. is it's your time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll choose uh, oh. Julie Bellopas nice. accent every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah, I'll choose her because um, obviously I like obviously the three S's and what she stands for. Mm. And uh, I'll say she fits into that almost like workwear type of style, yeah. you could say. And she also gives me essence of Marine Serra. Oh, yeah. She gives me a lot mm. of a lot of those vibes, you know, because they both have the same type of uh, principles. Yeah. They come from upcycled materials, um, and they reuse them. You know, that's what I'm picking it. Yeah. It, fits <laughs> in, it fits into what into my vibe. It fits into my style. And it fits into the whole theme of the dinner, the dinner party. Yeah. Guys, I love the Alphamage group. We must talk about this now, year yes. on year. Because yeah. yes. also, yes. like, it's so exciting to see these brands. Like, there's some brands I knew, and there's so many brands I didn't, didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I and it's like, I like as well. obviously, you win the prize of, like, 300,000, and it's, like, unlimited, you know, yeah. mentoring. But also, it is a world stage. Yeah. Second prize is 150,000. It's a lot of money. Yeah, like, you can not just you start your one brand. one-year mentorship. So, I feel like, they've, one thing I do like about the L... L um, LVMH. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, one thing I do want to say is like, I respect that they've given like, I don't know, top three prizes. I don't mm. know when it comes to competitions. And I think especially with this whole trying to, you have to remember it's them trying to give an opportunity to people. Mm. So I always find it really upsetting when there's just this one big prize. And if you don't mm. win the one, you win nothing. Yeah. I like the top three things, you know, so at least it's giving people like even a second prize call, they get one year mentorship, yeah. but they get 150,000 euros. That's a lot. You know, then the, then the last prize is 60,000 euros. And then they get like um, support in terms of like, I think you were saying like the materials, textiles, things like that. They may not get Which the direct, so but it's still value. such a plug. Like, mm -hmm. do you get what I'm trying to say? So at least all of the efforts at least three people will see their efforts in return even a little bit it's a massive and i like that a lot for them platform. one thing i say is for like all young designers who may be trying to get into lvmh yeah. itself even if you try to put an application through and it's rejected it's Just not the be all mm -hmm. and end all because someone like kid super he went through the same thing put his application through got rejected and then he did obviously he's gone to the place he's right now and when he did a show one of his like fashion shows mm. runways he then paid homage to it and had the letter that they sent to him um, rejecting his application wow. yeah, as like the opening part of his fashion show, yeah. of his runway. And that's something crazy to think about. Look at where he's gotten to without mm. the backing of LVMH. Mm. So if you don't get the prize and if you don't you get know, in, like, doesn't it's mean it's the end of the road. Keep doing your thing and keep working, keep grafting, man. Oh, and you'll that. get there. Mm -hmm. We're going to shout yeah. you out for the hype anyway. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, guys, who do you think is going to win? <sighs> I'm so glad I don't have the decision to make. I, know. I even stuttered on that. I was like, I'm going to get this But, like, I would, I would hate this. But I'm just going to say it, and then I'm going to run away mm, and just not talk about it. Because I actually don't know. I want all nine to win. But, yeah. like, Aaron Ash, uh, I love the masculinity and tailoring side of it. And I'm really excited to see what goes on with that. Even not even if, even if he just didn't win first prize, I just want him to win, win a yeah, prize. Yeah, same, yeah. Same. Done. I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, I can't, know. don't even ask me questions about it. No, honestly, I think I feel the same. I think it's very hard to pick one, so I'm gonna go with what I hope wins a prize, or who I hope wins a prize mm. at least. And I think yeah, for me that is Raul Lopez. I really do hope like the collection is acknowledged, only because I can really see it in today's market. I can really see it fit in. Like, even just being under the influence of some of these big brands that are kind of producing similar or trying to produce similar concepts, I do feel like it will be something that integrates nicely into fashion. So I do hope that they get recognised, even first, second. Not third. <laughs> <laughs> Not third, but first, second. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and obviously for my choice, obviously I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm sticking beside. I'm sticking beside. I'm sticking beside, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Julia, no shit. How do I butcher her name? No, 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 no. You got to again. Julie, Pelipas. Pelipas. When you do, you do with the hands. Yeah, that's Because you know, you gotta keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. So uh, I'll definitely choose a brand. Um, it's upcycle material. Yeah. Got the three S's as we spoke about, and uh, it's very. I'll say it's a very ethical brand. Mm. Um, it touches on the important things. Uh, within not just fashion, but in society as a whole. And just for that reason alone, I'd want her to literally take the top prize. Yeah. And plus, obviously, with what's happened recently in Ukraine, you know, I'll say... It's kind of paying homage to that as yeah, well, no? yeah. yeah, like... Mm. Mm. Recognising the art in the, from the struggle. Exactly. It's also not just the war zone. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. people will now it's just true. think, oh my God, Ukraine, it's just like... There's so much more. Yeah. So much I like that. There's so much creative minds like her coming out of that country, so... Okay, it's I not all doom and gloom. I, I want to put her first now. <laughs> no, no, no. And I say that now. Do you know why? Honestly, like, you, yeah. I feel like, for me, I'm someone where I like a whole round picture. You know, I do love the art, the art, the fashion, the creativity of, obviously, Raul and stuff. But, like you said, there's a lot more to that. Lot, a lot more to fashion than just that. You know, mm. it's the ethical process. It's the understanding, the background. Again, the whole thing with Ukraine, I feel like, I like that you said it's not a war yeah. zone. Do you know what I mean? And that's where the world has kind of taken that mentality to. And then look at what we can create out of it. So, yeah. Uh, kudos. Hey. <laughs> I said I convinced one person already. You so, have. Yeah. You convinced <laughs> me. But Put yes. me on the panel. That's all I'm saying. Put him on the panel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Spotlight of the Week, by the way. And obviously, if you don't know what Spotlight of the Week is, uh, we're three episodes deep. Get to know. Get to know. Um, This is where (laughs) one of us talks about an emerging designer, creative, somebody we like, uh, who we want to spotlight, champion, chuck that light on, say, boom, you're hot. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Today it's me, and I want to spotlight somebody who was in LVMH uh, semi-finals. Oh, okay. And I was so gassed to see him, just even be championed by LVMH. Yeah. Uh, So I've been following him for like, like two years now. Oh, wow. Um, and I first started, so it's called Karu Research. Okay. Now, Karu means artisan when translated from Sanskrit. Mm. Now, all of this will make sense 
but I had to get that in first. Okay, um, cool. So he is of um, Indian descent okay. and his whole brand focuses on um, using the culture and heritage of Indian design practice and yeah. textile making. <clears throat> so he gets these, um, he works out of Delhi as well. Okay. So this man has not moved to America, America Paris, yeah, yeah. London. No, no, <clears throat> he's still there. Still got to the LVMH group. Yeah, no, uh, do you I mean, all of this stuff. So it's it's that's mega. Okay. Stay true to his yeah, roots. That's what Literally. Yeah, and I, I play love it. Um, so what he does, he'll get artisans um, from India and from around Delhi and people he knows. And he gets these amazing like wooden stamp blocks. Mm. Almost like, you know, when you were a kid and you used to do like the apple like yeah and you used yeah. to you used to get you the carve, apple you carve carve the letter letter in it, yeah. and then put it in the paint and dip right yeah. well imagine that on a massive like a bigger scale where it's actually wood and somebody's actually hand carved out wow. a designer Jeez. pattern right um and then he'll get them to stamp it on clothes wow. by hand and they sells the clothes mm. and it's like these amazing silhouettes these amazing trousers lots of beige lots mm. of reds earth tones tones from you india can you can yeah. see it yeah you can it really is it. like <laughs> the best brand ever. Um, I'll try and like bring up some clothes that I think you guys might like or pass the Insta over. Yes, please. But um, shout out some questions. Mm, yes, like, so where's his like, did he come from a affluent background or was it like a background where it was, he went through poverty? Because, wait, when you ask that question, you know why I'm asking it, but yeah. Did yeah, he come from an affluent background I, or like a poor I one? don't exactly, I don't think he did. Mm. By the fact that like, when you search up, there's no, so like, for instance, I've been really looking at um, Simone Rocha as well. Mm -hmm. I've been loving her. Ooh. Well, love her, but she's a Nepo baby. What? You know, her dad is a really, was a really famous designer. Okay. So like, when I looked, when I search him up, he's not a Nepo yeah. baby. Okay. Like okay. this man, really I think has like own. a normal family, but he's now stocked in Essence, Selfridges. And I think like, Dope. you know, I think fashion, yeah, so, um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> like, fashion leads oh, with wow. this like yeah, massive, yeah. I think Eurocentric view yeah. and Eurocentric opinion. It kind of like, I understand it because of how mm. the conglomerates are, mm. but I hate how it leads because it makes you think that there's not going to be these top tier high fashion designers from places outside of Europe. Yeah. And it's not saying that like you have that closed mind. It's because when you're surrounded by it, you're surrounded by the LVMH group, you're surrounded by European designers, you're surrounded by, you know, magazines that only champion these European designers. So yeah, it's very yeah. Eurocentric and art's kind of always been that way. Um, so then when you see somebody like Kara Research coming through, staying in India, yeah. successful in India, having Indian artisans and not moving from India, mm -hmm. you go, shit, this is, everything that we needed in the time of fashion right now. Also, it's all sustainable. Yeah, it's like hand dyers, like, it's, he, I just love him, he's that's, top tier. That's why he's I asked tier. that question at first, because when you said about that's him hand dyeing it, I was thinking, that's for you to have literally like, found that process and literally mm. done it, mm. it might have come from a place of struggle, mm. because you True. couldn't afford to go, go print to, yeah. it out, yeah, you couldn't yeah, afford yeah. to screen print or puff print yeah. it. So you had to think of another technique, do you get? So True. that's why, I respect what he's done a lot. And one thing I'll say is, if you've got the talent, you always get found. Absolutely. And he's a testament to that. Yeah. Completely. And he's done amazing. Like to be stocked by all these brands, 
worldwide in general, like all these stockers, incredible. LVMH group semi-finalist, impeccable. Mm, be so like proud. because as well, when you look at the you know the finest and the semi-finest, it's Central St Martins, it's LCF, it's Masters here. Mm. You know, three year degrees here. That's four years of Masters yeah. to be able to afford that, pay for. I don't think people get like how much it costs for the equipment, all the fabric, same, the constant, constant mm -hmm. fabric. Like even for my first year final collection, I spent like 300 pounds just on fabric mm -hmm. and like finishings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's on top of like how much it already costs, yeah, like course. nine and a half course, grand or whatever. Course, yeah. So it's yeah. like, you know, for somebody who might not have gone through that whole route and not had to, and didn't get that master and still is in that same room, I love, yeah. so deserved beyond belief. Now I understand why you were so annoyed he went in the finals because yeah. I agree with you now. He yeah. should be in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> As you were saying, like, it's that impact. Yeah. It's yeah. that it's more than just fashion. It, it's is, more, it yeah. is more than just sustainability. It's a, sustainability is a big thing, but it's, it's also the journey, like- It's how they've gotten there. Yeah. It's the history. It's yeah. How are they making their things in, com in connection to where they come from? Mm -hmm. How are they making these links and how are they making these links from a culture that's so far from ours, but yet we're seeing the beauty in it. That's yeah. where people's minds need to start going to rather than just kind of seeing fashion as face value. Yeah, exactly. you and know? we're changing that Eurocentric, where he's changing that Eurocentric like viewpoint. Yeah. yeah. And I'm obsessed with that. I'm yeah. like, please change it more because it needs to be. It's, it's um, refreshing. It is. <laughs> it's refreshing. <laughs> I was like, it's it gives us good refreshing. future. No, it is. It is yeah. refreshing. I feel like sometimes I've even gotten to this age where nothing is new to me anymore until yeah. I see something new. Like, for example, himself, mm. even some of the finalists, like, these are pieces that, like, I'm tired of kind of seeing the same silhouette all the time, the same pieces, the same this, the same that. So when, we, when I do get to see finalists like the ones we've seen today or spoken about, or semi-finalists like the one you just, what's his name? Carry Research. Carry Research, yes. Yeah. He, it's like really refreshing because I want to start seeing these pieces in front of me in real life, mm. you know, mm. like just that difference, that feeling of like home, earth. I love it for him. And you know what else he's passed? The name check because that name is so It cool. is. Yeah. Carry oh, Research. It's genius. And that's always what he's doing. I mean, guys, I've loved this episode. Oh, no. Yeah, I've I enjoyed this. LVMH, thank you. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another amazing episode of Before the Hype. Mm -hmm. If you have enjoyed the show, which I'm sure you have, um, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and any other platform you guys are listening from. Yeah, and get in touch with us on the socials at Before the Hype Show. Uh, yes, you yes. know, what What you think about Find Us, what mm. you think about our discussions today, is there people that we didn't even talk about yeah. that you're like, hey, actually, I love them on that LVMH long list, short list. Tell us. I want to read them. Yeah, I won't so read it like three in the morning, but I don't want to be like, oh, Ooh. hello. Ooh. I did not see this <laughs> one. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I don't know, James from... Adam. Adam. <laughs> James from Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what you got, okay? Well, yes. And obviously, you're three episodes deep in now, so make sure to stay locked in every single week <laughs> after that, G, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. we're going to be having more topics like this. We're talking about LVMH and the things in high fashion and our challenges too. Don't forget about that. Guys, yes. don't forget I'm winning. And, uh, Video, <laughs> you know, challenges, never yes. winning. Uh, listen. The next, listen, I win sometimes, she wins as well. It's okay. You know yeah. It's okay. We're a team. It's, we're a team. So, regardless, we all win. Exactly. And on that note, we'll wrap it up then. Rap, 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 rap. Let's go. Bang, bang.